a debate and discussion of one-liners. Everybody's trying to get the best, the best one-line zing in there versus you know um, having a one-on-one conversation where you can tell somebody, I disagree with you. I stand firm on what I think here, yeah. but that doesn't mean I hate you. Yes, right. that doesn't mean I right. hate anyone who agrees with you. That doesn't even mean that I hate your opinion. Yeah, I respect your opinion. Yeah, I just stand firm in mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome everyone to podcast number one fifty one. Renew your mind. With us today, we have senior pastor Paul Gruenberg. We have associate pastor Jeremy Teru. Um, we have. A guest, Jordan Kettlewell. He is our worship guest. leader for the uh, contemporary leader. service. Yeah. I lead the contemporary praise band. Yeah, thank you. We also have myself, Dana Hall, as the moderator. Um, this series of podcast is going to be on the topic of anger. We've been wanting to do this podcast for quite a while. Um, just the topic of anger. We live in we live in some very angry times, and um, we wanted to just talk about you know, what do we live in right now? What types of anger maybe define the anger before we before we kind of deep dive into it? But I'm gonna throw it out to the out to the group. Um what do you want to say about anger? Like when when we say we live in an angry time, what comes to mind? Don't well, all you've talk got at a once. number of <laughs> yeah. You've got a number of uh, news events that have been happening more and more often with shootings. Yeah. It could be that because we have coverage that doesn't allow any type of issue to go uncovered nowadays. We we see constant uh issues with people and and the thing is is that they've already they've always existed. Um, there's always been wickedness or evil in the world, but now the news is able to cover everything. So any type of shooting, whether it's one or or 20 people, it gets covered. And in that, it just seems like the world is going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you go around the country now and everyone, every country's got some issues, some Shooting uh, schools are a big thing now. Uh, school shootings, and so you've got all of these aspects of life being covered news-wise. And what makes the news? The bad stuff. The bad mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it's flashy. That gets people's attention. And it's not even just like you know, there's the shootings and uh, and all of that that gets covered. But it's not just that. I mean, everything anymore is such a everything's a hot button issue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't even have to be to the extreme of, of a shooting. I mean, any, um, anything that would have an opinion involved gets people fired up. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's, if there's an opinion, then there's an opposing, an opposing opinion. And then the tension builds and the tension builds. And it seems like we're li- just living in times right now where there is no balanced, you know, Jeremy, you and I disagree on a thing. We can talk about it, try to find some common ground, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, still might disagree at our core of what we mm-hmm. believe on that topic. Yeah. Yeah. But we found some common ground, and we don't dislike each other. I don't want to punch you. You don't want to punch me. But there just isn't. It seems like there isn't any of that anymore. You know, and it's because it's all so widely covered between media and social media. Well, I it's think all it's, out there. Yeah, I think it's easier to you can say some really nasty things on social media, and you don't. You can do it, you know, right. um, you can get away with it. And I think 
the it, kind of the filter on people is gone mm. when you can just post whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, but I looked up the definition of anger, and it it says a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, displeasure or hostility. I was thinking anger of hostility, but a strong feeling of annoyance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, how many well, times do you get angry during yeah. the day? <laughs> right. So that so that, like that breaks down to there's several you know several different aspects of anger. Um, you know, when I think angry, you know, when, like if my kids ask me, like, are you mad? You know, sometimes, yeah. Most of the time, no. I might just be slightly displeased um, or frustrated. Annoyed. Annoyed. Annoyed, <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, you know, but there's, there's all these different aspects of it. So, like, anger is a really, at its core, like, true anger is like a deep, a very deep feeling. Um, and it has to, it, it typically is something that like you care deeply about and you've been wronged in some way. Um, and so you're angry, but then there's also the annoyance, like annoyance is a whole different thing. Annoyance is just, there could be something like Dana, there's something about your personality that just doesn't jive with mine. And when you do this particular thing, it annoys me, right? right? Like some people get annoyed by the sound of, you know, chewing on fingernails or whatever. Like that's annoyance. That's not anger is Anger is much deeper than that, but annoyance is part of it. Um, and then there's, you know, there's also f just frustration and all these different aspects. And they're, I guess, for the purpose of this podcast series, um, I guess it'd be, it'd be beneficial to identify which ones we really need to look out for. Because is annoyance really all that bad? Mm. I mean, I could be annoyed by somebody, but also love them. You know, mm. I mean, I would imagine to anybody that's married and has children, they know how to love somebody with every fiber of their being and also be deeply annoyed by them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just, okay, I'm just putting it out there. You guys know me. I'm just, I'm going to throw it out there, but it's the truth. And that's, and that, but that's, you know. Well, I think that's interesting because uh, annoyance, occasional annoyance is okay. But what if you're annoyed all the time? You know, right. you know, those yeah. people that are annoyed at everything. And mm. I think that, I mean, that's, I'm not sure that's a good way to live. Well, and that goes that goes to a, typically like that a person is internally struggling with something. So yeah. being annoyed with something that somebody does, I think, is pretty normal. Um, we've all got little, you know, idiosyncrasies that that we don't like in other people, and that other people don't like in us. You know, and that's that's just human nature. Mm. But when you're annoyed by everything all the time and everybody all the time, and you're in that state of just irritability, that means there's something deep in you that's broken um, and and needs to be acknowledged and like and noticed and fixed. Yeah, I think it's um, like Pastor Paul said earlier, I, anger itself is not a new thing. Um, yeah. It could be manifesting through different channels and means like through social media and different different means of technology and news and things like that. But anger, misplaced, you know, anger, hostility is definitely a part of the fallen human condition since, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the fall of man. And I was just thinking of um, the time of Noah when God went to destroy the entire earth yeah. by flood. Besides Noah and his family, he did that because humanity was so wicked. And he said that the thoughts and intents of their hearts are only wicked all the time. Yeah. So you have to imagine anger and hostility was a big part of that wickedness. Yeah. Um, so it's not a new problem, although it can spread and manifest in different means based on yeah. you know, what we have available to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I guess it's good to know that it, I mean, you're right. It's not a new problem, but why does it feel so prevalent today? I mean, I think every one of us, every one of us would say, yeah, we live in some really angry times. Is it because, you know, what Pastor Paul said, we hear about it all the time? Well, there are a couple of new things that are on the block, so to speak. When we look back, uh, if we if we went back 10 years, if we went back 20 years, let's go back 20 years, 9-11, people were angry at um, Middle Eastern people, and they were targeted because they're from that place, and they attacked us. And so there was a national anger toward um, Iraq, uh, toward Iran, mm-hmm. and so we we went over there and confronted it. Uh, one of the things that was said, it's better to be on their soil rather than on our soil. Because once we get attacked on our soil, it, it changes. It really does change life. Mm-hmm. Any major war we've fought in since the Civil War has been fought on somebody else's land. And that anger, uh, is it, can it be called righteousness? Can it be a righteous anger? But let's fast forward now to within the last few years, we've got um, uh, Black Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter, and all of a sudden you can't say anything without being wrong. Woke, CRT, all of that stuff is just stirring the pot to where if, and I'm not kidding, I was in a... uh, um, class and this came up and I was told that I was racist because I'm an old white man. Well, I'm not that old, but (laughs) (laughs) white privilege. And all of a sudden it's like, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. Um, I've never had, uh, any, I'm a calm guy. I'm pretty easygoing. And you know, that, all of a sudden that attack on all of one race or all of one gender, uh, we've got stuff that's doesn't matter what you say, the woke community, you, you shouldn't have said that. You get that on yeah. social media. Uh, there's, there's just a constant hypervigilance of being careful what you say mm-hmm. because people are just angry. And it's, and I don't think it's, you know, when I think of Gaylord, I don't see that uh, in Gaylord. But if you go to the city, you know, if you go to if you go to the political powers, you know, Lansing or Washington or any state capital, I'm sure it's there's always somebody there fighting for some right or something, and it just is this prevalence of anger uh, at society at. Uh, specific people at, you know, ethnicity, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really think there's a there's a spirit of offense over the land. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is causing offensiveness mm-hmm. to so many. And if it, if there's something, you know, if truth comes and, and the truth doesn't line up with that person's version of the truth, they're offended. You know, there's an offense and the reaction is to lash out in anger, mm-hmm. you know, verbally or otherwise. Oh, it is. And I went to a, uh, it was a businessman pastor's uh, event with the uh, Alliance Defend- 
Defense Fund and also Colson Center. And they're talking about uh, the right to speak. We have, we have some freedoms in this country that are just amazing. And the right to speak is important. And right now there's this movement that you can't say that, you can't say that, you can't, that's racist. That's, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden everything you say is coming against some specific group and you can't say that. And the Alliance Defense Fund is saying, look at, there's an element in the United States that wants to hinder free speech, that wants to cut you off so that you can't say anything. Now, with speech comes responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to be responsible with what we say. But one of the one of the blessings of this country is you can speak your mind. And, you know, I may not like what someone has to say. I, I may not like the way uh, the language comes across, especially when they take Jesus's name in vain or God's name in vain. It just bothers me. But that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. But there are groups, there's a group somewhere that's going to be offended by this podcast already. Mm-hmm. But oh I, yeah, we've. I'm sure we've touched on several subjects that would send people through the roof already. I'm sorry, Dana. I no, I was going to say I just find it interesting because I always want to hear, um, kind of both sides. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just the curiosity in me. Um, I, I just want to hear about it instead of instantly getting angry and shutting off the conversation. So to me, I think it's kind of. It's kind of odd. Why wouldn't we want to talk about things so I can understand where you're coming from or where I'm coming from? I, I don't know if there's just less people like that. Well, well I think isn't it the tolerance of intolerance? Intolerance of intolerance. So we <laughs> have become tolerant of intolerance. In other words, we, yeah, we've become yeah. so intolerant at everything there's no tolerance left. So we become tolerant of intolerance. Intolerance, yeah. And it's it's But how sad. do you educate? I mean, how do you learn about things if you don't hear? Well, it starts in the home. Well, and, mm-hmm. and so... It always starts in the home. And I agree. It, it, mm-hmm. That's that's where it all, like in the home and even out of the home with interpersonal relationships, one-on-one mm-hmm. relationships. Like that's, yeah. that's where we can find common ground when we're not uh, sending a message through... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you're hiding behind the safety of your your keyboard or your phone. Absolutely. You know, those interpersonal relationships. When I can talk to you one-on-one, mm-hmm. I'm much less likely to try to say something that's going to hurt you or upset you because I can see you. I can see yes. your face. Right. I can look at your eyes. If I say something that hurts, I can see the pain in your face, yeah. right? And we're less likely to, to make that jump in person. So yeah. the only place for this to get fixed really is for everybody on an individual level. And this is very pie in the sky, utopian thought, but for everybody on an individual level to just chill out, yeah. just stop being upset about everything. Get to know the people that are around you yeah, and talk to the people that are around you and actually try to care because what's, what's really what I've seen. And, and this kind of goes to Dana, what you were talking about is like, how did we get here? You know, it's not something that just happens all at once. You know, it was, a, it was over, the course of a lot of years, um, but it, it really does get to the point where nobody even wants to hear each other. 
Nobody wants mm-hmm. to hear the other side anymore. And it's it's under, it really is understandable, not to say that it's right, but it's understandable with where we are uh, as a culture because when when certain things become so extreme, like when this opinion is so extreme on this side, then at some point you just get tired of hearing it. You don't want to hear anything about it anymore. So if you're on this side of it, you're just like, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to hear about it because it's all gotten so heated and so extreme. And it's this, and, it, and that's a two-way street. So if somebody is on this side of whatever topic and it's that extreme, you're naturally, if you disagree, you're going to seem like you're extreme on the other side. So this person doesn't want to hear you either. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's created such a, just such a horrific divide. And it's not just culturally in politics and, you know, certain parts of the city are this or certain parts of the state are this. I mean, it's happening within friendships and families and within churches, mm-hmm. within, yeah, that's you right. know, I mean, it, it, everywhere. And until we can actually break that down and um, talk to each other one-on-one like people and actually care about what that other person is feeling and thinking, we can never get past it. Yeah, I, I think you're right on, Jordan. I mean, if you can imagine a, a scenario, say you have a, a Democrat and a Republican who are arguing over an issue. Do you think firing Twitter messages back and forth or sitting down face-to-face and having coffee together and talking, which scenario do you think would be more likely to produce a common ground and an understanding? Well, that's the news clip mentality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If I can get a quip out there that'll make the news, um, then I've made my point. But that's not that's not building relationships, which is what you're referring to. Yeah, it's it's relationship building. And then you you have much less of a chance of a misunderstanding in communication when you're face to face. You can say, oh, well, actually what I, what I really meant was this, you know, not, not this. How do you do that when you're just blasting out things on social media? Right. You know, because that's the culture we live in today. Yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a debate and discussion of one-liners. Everybody's trying to get the best, the best one-line zing in there versus, you know, um, having a one-on-one conversation right. where you can tell somebody, I disagree with you. I stand firm on what I think here, yeah. but that doesn't mean I hate you. Yes, right. That doesn't mean I right. hate anyone who agrees with you. That doesn't even mean that I hate your opinion. Yeah. I respect your opinion. Yeah. I just stand firm in mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love you anyway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. I think, uh, I think we'll wrap it up right there. Um, in our next podcast, we're going to delve into, you know, what does the Bible say about anger? And and then um, talk more about maybe types of anger as well. So we thank everybody that joined us today um, to kick off this anger uh, podcast series. We come to you from the First United Methodist Church. We're located on 215 South Center Street in Gaylord, Michigan. We have a traditional service on Sunday at 9 a.m. and a contemporary at 10.45 a.m. And we'd love to have you join us in person. Um, If you can't come in person, you can also uh, follow us on Facebook or YouTube. And if you have any questions, feel free to call the church at 989-732-5380 or visit our website. And um, we're just really glad you joined us today. Thank you. Thank you.